Hey guys, Braden Gall here. Quick announcement before the show. 440 Sports and Broadway Sports Media is partnering up with Jaspers on West End to have an actual NFL draft party, sort of. We will have free appetizers, darts, beers, and the big screen in the private room talking Titans all night long. Space is obviously very limited. But if you cannot make it out, we will be live across all Broadway sports and 440 sports platforms while the Titans are on the clock spewing our instantaneous reactions into our microphones on Thursday night in real time as the Titans make their pick. Happy Draft Day, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Thursday, April 29th. I know there are other things going on in Nashville in the sports world, but I don't care. We're talking about the NFL Draft today. And you will get predictions from a whole host of experts about what they think is going to happen tonight in the first round. The 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group, our locally owned, award-winning, custom home and remodeling firm. Look, you're not supposed to go spend a boatload of cash like this afternoon on the Kingston Group, building an entirely new home for yourself or giving you a brand new kitchen or building you a new garage. But what you need to remember is the name, the Kingston Group, because you are going to want to do something to your home at some point. And when you do, because you want it to make you money, make you proud, and make you happy, you need to remember the Kingston Group. And make sure you tell them I sent you when you call. The Kingston Group. That's buildkg.com, the website, buildkg.com. Go check out their work. You will not be disappointed. The Kingston Group, buildkg.com. So we're going to hear a lot of first-round predictions from a bunch of experts today, guys you've been hearing from all week on different Titans topics. But today we'll get them on the record with their predictions for what will take place in the first round. Teron Davenport of ESPN, Jonathan Hutton of Outkick 360, Mike Herndon of Football and Other F-Words, and Broadway Sports Media, and of course Buck Rising of A to Z Sports and 104.5 The Zone. But before you hear from them on what exactly they think will play out tonight in the first round, let me lay out for you how I am viewing the Titans strategy tonight and what I want to see from John Robinson. And we will cover each of the possible scenarios here. First, if they pick... If they take a player at number 22, they better get a starter first and foremost, someone who makes a difference, but is also great value for the position. The phrase letting the board come to you isn't just about taking the best available player. It's also about what the board offers you later in the draft in the second and third rounds, letting the value fall to you at all of your different spots in the draft, especially when you have four top 100 picks. This is where I want to see John Robinson take a difference maker on defense in the first round. Ideally, an outside cornerback. If their guy is there, be it Caleb Farley or Greg Newsome, then there's no reason not to match your team's needs with two of the best players available at the position on your board. If you draft a wide receiver at 22, you are drafting a number two behind A.J. Brown because the chances of drafting someone better or as good as him is basically nothing. So why on earth would you take a number two player, a number three offensive weapon behind Brown and Derrick Henry, over what could be your number one cornerback, especially when there's so much more value at that position later on in the draft? I would also be okay with Zayvon Collins, possibly the best inside linebacker on the board, or Christian Barrymore, someone who also solidifies your front seven. And, oh, by the way, both those players would help your secondary by attacking and pressuring the quarterback. Collins, in particular, could be a 10-year stud in the middle of the Titans' defense, and that isn't worth passing on for, let's say, a slot-wide receiver. This is where trading back is very appealing, because if you think some good corners, Eric Stokes and Tyson Campbell out of Georgia, Asante Samuel Jr., might be available at pick 53— 
but you can add additional capital by dropping a few spots in the first round, then maybe I'm far more open and comfortable with drafting a wide receiver. But again, only if the board comes to you. You're getting value at wide receiver in the first round, and you're getting value at corner in the second round, hypothetically. Well, what about trading up, something we haven't talked a whole lot about, which doesn't feel like the right move with all of the holes on this roster that this team has to fill. But could moving up from 22 to, say, I don't know, 16, 17, or 18 be worth it if the right guy started to fall? Maybe. Micah Parsons, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, Patrick Sertan, someone with a top 10, top 8 grade starts to fall and they fall far enough. Maybe it's worth going up for. But damn it, that dude better be a day one starting stud on your team because you cannot afford to miss on that pick if you decide to do that. Here's the bottom line for me for the Titans heading into Thursday night. They have three or four glaring needs. Wide receiver, cornerback, right tackle, front seven player. You have four picks in the top 100. Fill those four needs the best way you can from a value standpoint with those four picks. CJR, it's very simple. So what is everybody predicting tonight? Well, number one... Because of the reach and the issues last year with Isaiah Wilson, sort of going off the board, John Robinson traditionally has been very predictable in the first round. The Isaiah Wilson pick, the first one that was not predictable in the first round, and that obviously cost him. So I think they go back to, to form, and they go Caleb Farley in the first round, should he fall. If he doesn't fall, I like Greg Newsom Again, whoever they have valued at the top spot in that cornerback position, I think that's the direction they go. But what are all of our experts saying about where the Titans go on Thursday night? Here are the predictions from Buck Rising, Teron Davenport, Mike Herndon, and Jonathan Hutton about what the Titans do in the first round on Thursday night. Outkick 360's Jonathan Hutton. If they stick and pick, uh, and if you like that cliche, I do, I go with Zayvon Collins, the, the linebacker, pass rusher, do-it-all player, because I think he can allow Vrabel's defense to be more creative. They can line him up on the edge. He can play linebacker. Whatever happens with Rashawn Evans down the road, uh, some project him as playing inside in more of a traditional sense, rushing up the middle, the way they sometimes use Rashawn Evans. I, I want pass rush. I want them to affect the passer. Uh, and I don't think Caleb Farty is worth is worth gambling on Braden because of the injury concern. And because of that, I'm skipping Farley, going with Collins at pick 22. Broadway Sports Media's Mike Herndon. My prediction, I think the Titans, it kind of fits within the John Robinson trope of, of drafting guys coming off injury and kind of trying to find value for that. I think they go Caleb Farley at, at 22 if he falls there. And I don't know if he'll quite fall all the way there because he was a top 10 pick uh, you know, before the injury, the back stuff and everything. I think if he falls in their lap at 22, I don't see how you can pass on that talent uh, that late in the draft. So I'm going to go Caleb Farley at 22. ESPN's Teron Davenport. I think they're going to trade back. There's an assortment of players that, that they like. So I, I could see them trading back and still being able to get one of those players, whether it's Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman. Uh, I, I think they will have to trade back before the Packers. So, you know, 27, 28 would be uh, a pretty good spot for them. I think the Packers will take one of those receivers, probably Bateman if he's there. You never know, though, because Elijah Moore could go 20 to the Bears. I mean, that's something you got Anthony Miller on the block and they need a slot guy. And I could see that happening. So it's I mean, that's just a, a prediction with them moving back. But this draft, especially this year, they're saying it's going to be like the wild, wild west. So you never know what will happen. A to Z sports, Buck Rising. 
Man, if Caleb Farley's there, I think they really like him. If Christian Barmore's there, I think they're hesitant, but I think that the opportunity makes a lot of sense for them. And if Tevin Jenkins is there, the tackle from Oklahoma State, it would bother a lot of Titans fans to see a tackle go in the first two rounds the past two years. But just watch the tape on this dude. He is an absolute can – I, can I cuss? Yeah, he's yeah. an absolute shit kicker up front. All you got to do is put on the Texas game alone. And I don't know if he was hurt at the beginning of the year because he really turned into a different player in the second half. But all three of those guys make a lot of sense. And that doesn't even begin to mention all of the wide receivers that will be available to them if they are uh, if they're comfortable, maybe reaching a little bit. Here's what's really cool about this exercise. I talked to four different guys that I respect their opinions about the Tennessee Titans and football. They gave me four different answers, and I'm okay with all four of them. I love the Caleb Farley pick, obviously. I think there's tremendous value and longevity there with an upside player. Zayvon Collins, I've told you, I think he's a spectacular long-term answer, maybe not at the most pressing position of need, but a very, very good player for a long-term period of time. Barmore is a little bit riskier. I'm not a huge fan. I think Tevin Jenkins would be a lockdown right tackle for an extended period of time as well, so I like that pick. I don't think it's as great of a need. And I love trading back, according to Teron Davenport. So I like all of these options. It's a good position for the Tennessee Titans to be in. And, of course, Buck Rising didn't actually give us a prediction. He hedged his bets by naming three separate players, which, of course, is a total cop-out. I'd expect nothing less from a man of his stature. Appreciate all four of those guys giving us a lot of their time this week on the program. Interesting note, not one of those four guys said they were picking a wide receiver at 22. The closest we got was Teron Davenport trading down and drafting a wide receiver. Just interesting to note, just a little nugget there at the end of this conversation. Please check us out tonight live from Jaspers on West End. If you are able to come out, the first 25 people will get into our private viewing room. We got darts, we got beers, we got the big screen. All the guys from Broadway Sports Media are going to be there. Got some 440 Sports folks that are going to be there as well. So come on by. The first 25 get in and get free appetizers, of course. If you cannot make it by, make sure you check out all of the live streams across all of the platforms on 440 Sports and Broadway Sports Media as well. So be sure you tune in, turn on those notifications, and check us out on Thursday night. Live instantaneous reaction. When the Titans go on the clock, we will go live, and we will bring you instant analysis and reaction Again, turn on those notifications and tune in. We do appreciate it. We'll see you tonight. Thank you guys all for listening to the 440, Nashville's original and only independently owned short form daily sports podcast. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall, at 440 Sports on Twitter and Facebook, and at 440 Media on Instagram. And of course, we are brought to you by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning, locally owned, custom home and remodeling firm. Check out the website, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. I swear, if you look at the work, you don't even need to hear me say anything else. Just check it out. Check out their Instagram account as well. Check out their Facebook page. Their work is everywhere. It is beautiful. It is spectacular. It's gorgeous. Buildkg.com is the website. The Kingston Group. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.